0: Cunt. Fatal.
1: Hi, my name is Marco. I am not a plant dad, but I am keeping track of how many decks I own, because I have an online shopping problem.
2: (laughs) Hi, I'm Inish, and I have so many issues I should be a magazine.
3: Hi, my name is Mafalden. I'm currently up to sixteen plants. I don't have a problem. You have a fucking problem.
0: <laughs> and I'm sleepy as hell. <laughs> van. Good day. Good morning. It's
2: not like you just rolled out of bed. I mean that Welcome would be unprofessional. To a sleepy van. Not
0: <laughs> not untrue. Not untrue. I Shut was up, actually cover for you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, thank you. Stick with the
3: Sorry. <laughs> By the way, we, like, we, we, we definitely did not do this uh, last week, but I want to start us off with something controversial. Oh, oh please do. <laughs> I'm guessing for my current crowd here, it's not going to be too controversial, but it certainly is in the corporate world. Be upfront with your fucking salaries. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, yeah. You, yeah. You, you shitty cowards. What are the, we like, talking about? Well, I hate when uh, people sort of hide what they're what they're paying or when you can't talk mm. about your salary, mm-hmm. if you do not display what I can potentially earn mm-hmm. or uh, if I'm not allowed to ask those mm-hmm. things, you are paying a shitty salary. Mm. I can guarantee yeah. you mm-hmm. every single company that I see that says upfront yeah. their salary is either very competitively like, you know, like Mm -hmm. assessed in the world that they're in. So might be a really great I.T. salary or a great customer service salary Um, or they're just saying like this is you know, this is what you're going to earn. Maybe it's not even a great salary, but they're just being honest with you and that's worth everything. I hate that this is a pattern like here in portugal it's so yeah yeah, Yeah. so taboo to to talk about it
0: it's Um, it's taboo and annoying because um for instance when i'm approached by some talent hr talent people looking for um someone to integrate another company mm -hmm. one of the first things i ask is what is the um the salary range that that company Mm -hmm. is is offering because i want to understand if my expectations are aligned are aligned with their um with their inner culture or even if what they're providing is uh is um is just and healthy and financially healthy
3: or like like it's all it's all down to they looked at your profile they think you're great but can they afford you that's what it mm-hmm. that's what it that's what it boils down to, because you're not some like, you're not some like just out of college, no experienced person, you have fucking years of experience, lots of expertise in very specific things. So at this point, they have to be able to afford you. They can't just want your nice experience and offer yeah. you nothing in return. There is and no that, like, exposure thing. for you anymore. And I feel and exposed. That-
0: <laughs> you feel and that and that oh, question—that you, compl- you hire people. Oh God! Whoops!
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, because it, no, it's very no, it's upfront, very interesting.
1: Yeah. I'm upfront when uh, about what money people are going to make in, in 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 interviews, but sometimes I am embarrassed about um Why? about
3: about what you can offer. I what, think what I
1: can offer. So
3: Why? like, I mean, but I think it's not like I am not I'm not blaming the the actual. HR person that had to post the ad or is doing the interview. It is mostly me like a, uh, like a top down problem. If that's yes. like, it's the a top down problem that yeah. you can, that you can allocate for your talent, uh, you should rethink your priorities immediately. If you're paying minimum wage to someone who just spent three years in college learning how to, you know, <laughs> like create an entire new software. Um, you should really rethink, like, everything that you're doing right now. And
0: and one of the things that is significantly lacking in Portuguese companies, whichever companies, okay, there's no Mm -hmm. exception to this. Yeah, totally. It's um, once you reach a certain level of experience and you're looking for new opportunities or a company approaches you, they have no uh, career evolution strategy,
4: mm-hmm. no
0: alluring strategy. Like, mm-hmm. this is the package, the salary package, this is the benefit package that you can count on for the next three to five years in this company. Mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, work with us? Yeah, that's, a, that's an healthy conversation to have. And mm-hmm. most talent hunters don't do it. They're very... Yeah aggressive there are exceptions i know Mm -hmm. there are exceptions in this field and they're very aggressive with it like oh i I remember uh some time ago uh, a head of hr of a company um it's an international company Mm -hmm. i politely asked um what are, were their range, what were mm-hmm. their policies, what were their evolutions? I don't know the company. I'm not, I'm not willing to give years of my time without expecting to know what's going to happen.
3: And also, mm-hmm. it is not your job to yeah. like source that information. They should be able to tell you immediately.
0: Exactly. And HR in Portugal has a, a, a very, like you said, top-down culture mostly, they are most people who are doing this uh, talent-seeking are not uh, autonomous enough to decide which package should I present mm-hmm. it to this person. And they're and,
3: very underpaid themselves, too. Yes. It's, well,
0: it's, it's, uh, it's,
1: from, from personal experience, sometimes when you're going to a very skilled person that you need to approach, and this has happened mm-hmm. to me, I don't know what the package is to begin with, because mm. I have to assess the person, and then tell them, uh, and then come back with them with an offer. So it's it's like this game of tell us how much you Guessing. are worth, you know. Okay. Tell us how much you you think you're worth, and then we'll get back to you and see if that manages but what that's we are the willing thing. to pay.
0: That the, sounds the, like a terrible cell- date. <clears throat> The salary conversation doesn't need to be on the first tr- on the first two. Of course. So, HR I mean, people... Why not? why not? In what but sense? If,
2: if, no, I'm saying if... if uh, of course it doesn't have to happen in the first conversation, but if you, as a candidate, if you are curious to know, you, you shouldn't... Feel, oh, yes. Feel, it's like it's a dirty thing you're asking. Like it's a favor that you get paid. For exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so and
0: weird. And... The name human resources stand for something, so if you're willing to allocate your time and request another person's time, you should do some research beforehand and get to know the person, and only then say, "Okay, this is the package that I can allocate to this person based on my uh, on my review." And yeah, it's it's shitty what we have here in Portugal. It's very, yeah. and even. An even
3: almost demeaning in a way. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, it's very demeaning, it, it, especially very demeaning. if you have, especially if you have all of those programs that mm-hmm. uh, co-finance uh, salaries oh, yes. with the state, and mm, if oh. you're I don't know from from Brazil. Mm. Let's let's the state, the government created a package to incentivize companies to hire Brazilians. They're paid shit. Yeah, they can't do life here. It's, it's demeaning. It's, you know, yeah, like, and, sorry. And, and, and like, I like the other thing is on. that
3: when, when we have these like conversations where they're expecting the candidate to tell them what they're worth, I'm pulling up an email from 2016, from when I applied to my current role. And they had a system where they we have since changed that. Thank you very much. Uh, Like they like they did see why this wasn't a great conversation to have because they essentially asked me, like, what's your range? The reason why they were asking is because they wanted to know if the person fit their range that was pre-existing, that they wouldn't change unless like they found a really good candidate and maybe they could go over for something that was really good um but this unfortunately put people like me who have no idea what they're worth i had i had no idea what i was worth yeah. into a shitty situation so i quoted myself yeah. i i said i want a salary that was at the time half of the lowest range they would offer Jesus. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. a shitty company would have said sure great. we'll take that great you yeah. know? i think that we can, we'll can work take what with you that <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think we can yeah. work with that. It's a bit above our budget, but I think we can No, work with- no,
3: exactly. I'll have so to that, check So,
4: which, which
3: so which that's why. That's what I hate because I think it's really, really predatory uh, on on people. Because usually you only have these big conversations. That was my idea anyway. When you got to like a like a director level, you would maybe have this like ooh hard ass negotiation thing. I was mm-hmm. I was being asked like what what would you like to earn essentially, and I was honest. Mm-hmm. and just said this amount turns out i got to earn a lot more mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think the the problem is with <clears throat> the way that we've been interviewed here for portuguese companies is that we don't know what we're worth mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're all we're always given the lowest possible income yeah. so if you get to a place that gives you a slightly bit of a pay bump mm-hmm. then you're like great <laughs> and it's <laughs> not great Yeah you're worth a lot more and, um, and and I think people should be more transparent. There's this whole, I remember when I started working over two decades ago and I was working in an office and I, I was hired to do something very, very uh, stimulating, which was to pick up thousands and thousands of invoices in paper, mm-hmm. sort them out, separate them mailed them, and I had three months to do this because this was a temp job, mm-hmm. and and I said, uh, can um uh, can I do this work while listening to music? Because it you know mm-hmm. it puts me in yeah, the yeah, zone, and they're like, okay, but as long as okay. if we call you, you you're, yeah, you up. listen mm-hmm. to us, you're fine. And then I started doing that um, and I was glad for what the amount that I was being paid, which was minimum wage. (laughs) And then uh, two weeks later, I went to my, uh, to the person who was managing me and I said, um, what do I do now? And she was like, what do you mean? What do you do now? And I'm like, I did it. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) And she was, and she was like, what's over last week and I'm no no everything's done I've done I've done the whole thing in two weeks and she was like man what can we have this do and she was like oh you're a translation major aren't you and I'm like yes yes I am she's like would you mind translating the catalog from Spanish to to Portuguese to give to our clients and I said yes for minimum wage but I did say I I will need a technical dictionary so they they said well during lunch you will go with uh, the person from accounting you can go to a store and you can select whatever books you need to do this job and I didn't they were like relax don't do it you can do this you know there's no rush and (laughs) a week and a half later I was like so what do I do now (laughs) you're like the
2: opposite of me
1: (laughs) and and they were like oh, yeah well but i was like i don't know i was 22 23 yeah. at the time and she was like what do you mean what did you know i'm like no i'm done with it done it's finished. <laughs> and she was like oh um and then she said are you good with computers and i was like yeah <laughs> like, i
4: have a rough idea
1: <laughs> i have a rough idea do you mind changing the prices on all our client databases this is going to be really exhausting and then i said the classic stuff can I do this while listening to music? (laughs) And they said, sure. Sure. (laughs) Two weeks later, I was like, so what do I do now?
2: (laughs) They really got a a lot of bang for their buck, let me
1: tell you. Yeah, Yeah. they did. And then then they said, okay, um, (laughs) do you mind managing the phone? Because the person who does accounting... uh, really needs to do billing so she can't handle the phones and do yeah, billing because it's be concentration. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. So I started doing um, billing and then these invoices in paper starting to accumulate. And at one point I told my manager and I said, Well do I go back to doing that and sort out these papers? And she's like, No, 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 we're hiring something someone else. You're too good to sort out yeah, paper. To doing just that. <laughs> so you're you're gonna be doing I was doing office um I was being basically the the person who would talk to customers, the person who would send out um that they did um when they they had an order like because I was working for an office supply thing that would uh, supply the big um supermarkets and the big uh, you know like staples and things like that.
4: Mm-hmm. so I
1: started doing that, and then she I would just do that, and then someone else came in. Uh, and it was this woman, and I. And she said, "Well, you're gonna for this day, please teach this this woman to do this job." And I and I told her my system, and I said, "This is what works best. This is what makes it faster." And she got stuck with it for weeks and weeks on and, and everything was being done wrong.
4: Hmm. So
1: so they had to hire someone else because oh, they didn't no. want to. <laughs> because no, but they had to hire two people to do what I initially did for two weeks so two people were doing that I was doing um I was doing still doing the like front office things and speaking to customers and speaking to suppliers and things and then I had what I thought was a great opportunity to um go into a small internet company Mm. which that had to do with comics and and things and I had to leave and they were like um I'm sorry we have no budget to hire you otherwise we, mm-hmm. we would hire you on the spot but when I went when I left the company on good terms they were left with three people yeah. to do what I did in and alone yeah. Yeah. and I still wasn't and I still wasn't uh, aware of how much I was saving them, how much I was worth. Because if yeah. if they could pick up and double my salary because I was doing the work of two people They would still be saving money. It, they would still yeah. be saving money. Yeah. And they and, and they didn't.
0: And that type of, of you know, go with the flow behavior, it's a consequence of people not understanding or in we're not taught in college or in on, or in high school. Anywhere how to budget uh, our productivity, because saying this is a personal stance, okay. And I mean, no shade whatsoever. Saying what I'm worth, it, it, it directly make, creates the sense of you are worth this amount of money. When in reality, what you're doing, it's what Marco stated right there. You're providing a service to a company that will help them in the end to achieve more productivity, or less, depending on your qualifications. And people should know how to calculate the the not only the the how much money are there? To, uh, are they saving the company, or are they uh, allowing the company to? Um, increase their sales, you know. So that requires the company to be more transparent um, with their finances. Mm-hmm. And not only that, looking at the time that you use on your job, it's not it's not working more hours that will, you know, make you more money. It's mm-hmm. actually working less. Yeah. Working less hours will make you more productive. If yeah. if you organize your time, organize your activities. And there's a saying that <clears throat> when motivation is lacking, uh, the, the, the skill that comes into play is discipline. And this is very true because we're not always motivated at our jobs. But if, if, if anything that, that we can share, I believe, in our 30s, and uh, is saying that (coughs) yeah, (laughs) 30s and 40s is to if you're young, if you're listening to this, Mm -hmm. if you're younger, try to discipline yourself to understand how your work is impacting others, Mm -hmm. the company people around you, because all of that is value, it might not be direct financial value, but is value in time, value in a, a
2: good measure of that at least for me i'm also not good at that but the the times that i've been confronted with that is when i have to go on vacation and i kind of gauge that by how many people do i have to let know that i'm not there and how 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 much stuff do i need to hand over or to at least keep an eye on and that's when i'm confronted with oh actually i'm taking care of a lot of stuff even if i'm not mm-hmm. actively doing things i'm making sure they don't crumble that the things that have been done correct stay solid yeah and those are the times, or I, I, there was this. I think it was in my previous job that I, I changed roles, and, and I, I'm not a fast worker at anything. Uh, but the, my previous job, when I changed roles, they had two people people hire. They hired two people, and I was like, oh, I really was doing a lot. <laughs> uh, so those are the times when I get confronted uh, with uh, how yeah, much stuff yeah. I actually have in my hands.
3: I think that's a, like like a, like I read this recently about. Um... I think parenting or especially when uh, women are expected to be like the main oh. parent, yeah, and yeah. they're also working right now. And they say this... that the,
2: the father is babysitting their own child. <laughs> exactly. So, like, <laughs> babysitting there's... your own child. How generous of you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, there's this but... whole like human cost component to mm-hmm. it, which when you have someone I've had people at a uh, job I've had who were maybe not, the super duper best person at that job if, if they were being like evaluated by whatever criteria someone had conjured mm-hmm. but their but their human value was immeasurable like mm-hmm. not having them in the oh, team yeah. actively unmotivated other people absolutely uh, like if they weren't there then like people would just leave or just not care as much or not invest as much time because that's sometimes like the human cost of you not caring about your about your company culture um mm. is that you will have a lot of turnaround because you need an anchor person mm. you don't you don't always need the person who's like i have a wacky idea let's do a yeah. wacky thing but that's you need that you line. need that like anchor guy yeah. that you need the sort heart just like is yeah. that exactly is there and establishes things and forwards the culture. Um, in a more subtle way than just like let's have a dinner uh, thing, and that's that's
0: also everyone. also very valuable, and it can be financially valuable. measured for yes, the administration it
1: guys. <laughs> everyone and it, who's it,
3: listening, this costs money. <laughs> yes,
1: I mean, yes, it's also part Heavy of our culture that you, money you know that we're whenever, we're whenever a, a a woman who has a child or more than or, or children and does. Um, the things that she needs to do, get the kids ready, get their clothes clean, get dinner clean, get the house clean, and still do her job. But then if a man does one of those tasks, they'll be like, here's a brownie,
4: (laughs) awesome dad,
1: awesome dad and i'm like extraordinary. Feat. no no this this woman has been doing all <laughs> no of the thing
2: is it is an extraordinary feat. It's, the, it's wrong the yeah. other way around you're you're yeah. take, normalizing something that's really not normal
1: this, i think, I think the, the uk uh once released a study of how much it would cost if the mother didn't do anything at home and they would have to hire, hire people hire. to do everything Mm-hmm. that she would have to do it, and the cost was, you know, outrageous.
4: Enormous, mm-hmm. I'm,
1: I mean, some things I think it's worth to pay someone else to do. Like, I have a cleaning person, which in my job, people say that I am uh, too bourgeois because mm-hmm. I don't clean up my own toilet. But I'm like, what? no, the amount of time that You're this person time. comes here and does all these things, and I get home, and my house is clean... And everything is in and order and I don't have to things. do anything that is invaluable because mm. that is like me time that is time that I can do to read a book or whatever. Um, yeah. do whatever and I don't have to worry with those things so it's not like a bourgeois thing it's, it's like buying yourself some me time
0: and eventually that mean time uh, will contribute to your knowledge that you will share with your company. So it's it's a valuable time.
1: Yeah. Speaking I of think, me, I think time. the fact that I'm that I'm hmm. learning Russian cartomancy is not is not going to help my company in any way whatsoever. Well, <laughs> not, not everything you, you do you can or should If <laughs> you, <don't know. laughs>
2: you, you at work. You can do your own stuff. Like we sure. don't know.
0: We shall see. Uh, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of me, time uh, Internet this Internet. week or these past days, I got into tiny pottery.
3: I I mean I know maybe we can maybe we can put a picture on our Instagram because it's oh, the yes most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so cute.
0: <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. How do you remember- just like
3: get into it?
0: So, my sweet lovely girlfriend she made me a surprise, and oh. she sent me a hi, honey, uh, <laughs> and she sent me a a, a special care package. Oh and inside the yeah i know she's so sweet
1: i love her um, uh, aren't pineapples and too heavy to send overseas they are Littles they are honey they here. are
0: they are <laughs> um but essentially inside that package it yep. were the, she sent me um, a bar of clay a mm. self uh drying bar of clay
2: wow she really knows you huh
0: yeah and um <laughs> essentially I just started playing around with it, and then I made two tiny little pots Aww. for my tiny succulents. Very, very, very
3: I, I have a like, like, I have an, an, an interesting thing related to this. Um, I mm-hmm. a, 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 like, I think, it, like, this was maybe a couple of years ago at my at my job. They gave us this sort of uh, like financial incentive to like, hey, you guys worked really hard for this one project. Have a little bonus, spend it on. You know something you've always wanted to get, like doesn't matter if it's stupid. So I, for instance, bought a sewing machine, which, I, like, I'm still not good at it because mm-hmm. I've not dedicated a lot of time to it. It was bad. Uh, but um, <laughs> there was this uh, developer, like, like this, like this girl. I say girl because she's like super young and she's like one of the best fucking developers <laughs> I've ever worked with. She, like, she's incredible. Um, she's, uh, I mean, I just, if you, if you ever listen to this, Chiara, just, you are, you are amazing. Um, but she got really into pottery and I found it so interesting that, you know, her work is just work with a computer, stare at a screen for eight hours. And she was like, this is so liberating. Oh, it's so liberating. And like, so shape something and make something with my hands. It's a tactile thing. Uh, oh my god, it's so cute! Look at it. Oh! <laughs> I'm definitely gonna put a picture up. It's so, it's so adorable. Because then you get to like paint it too, which is yeah. extra fun.
0: Thank you for enabling it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad thing. It's like a gingerbread and, and, like, and remember, and <laughs> remember, this Paris? all started. This all started with you doing uh, a magical gingerbread band for me.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> right! Oh yeah, yeah. I did oh a tulpa. And tulpa? And
1: it's, it, it's that sort of a. was
2: ages tulpa. ago?
0: Yeah. For our non, AKA uh,
2: pre-COVID.
3: For like any non-witch people listening, <laughs> uh, essentially, Mark needed uh, what? Like explain, explain your thing. So you basically,
1: needed. I I take uh I take like magic and and Zen classes. Um, mm-hmm which were which i actually got back because during the three months of pandemic i got them on hold one of the assignments was to create a thing that would represent me as the basis of my being you know but i but i could buy something done but i looked at things online and i didn't see it and then one day i bribed van with um, i think cookies i'm gonna say i think i say cookies or food And she made an adorable uh, gingerbread Gingerbread man who who, who is who gingerbread Marco who is staring at me from my altar because I'm I'm seeing it right now. Uh, And actually, I'm gonna see if you can see my thing If you can,
3: uh, if you can get us a picture of uh, gingerbread Marco, I'll also I'll also post it.
1: And we were all right. right? Gingerbread Marco. the gingerbread Marco is. is I'm Marco. gonna try and, and see and show it to you. There he is.
4: Hi. Hello. Hi, little guy.
1: Yeah, the guy is there. So I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing the classes. I'm really back on track on doing um, the lessons again because mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to present a project when this is all over, and it's really good for me. However, it mm-hmm. was. Um, it was very interesting. On, while taking classes. So the Tulpa was done, the, the thing was done, what, what my attributes are, what my strengths are, and I'm doing it now. And uh, one of the things that triggered me when I started going back because I didn't have many great... Uh, two weeks ago were not really great <laughs> weeks that they're gone, but now one of the things that triggered me was, and I said this in a meeting because this was in my lesson, uh, we are not our jobs. We are not other people's sons. We are not partners. We are not anything. We, we are just us in the moment. And we and that's all the things that we can acknowledge. And I know this is really a weird Zen kind of perspective on things. But, um, but I really think that it's been really good to me. And in a, in a sense that it's, it's giving me a lot more ground. Also, I am in a, a cardamantic group every week where I, I have a new nickname. I don't know if you want to know what it is.
3: Oh, absolutely.
1: Beast! <laughs> beast.
3: Beast. Beast.
1: <laughs> I beast. I'm the beast. So um, that that's always really fun because I was really um, actually reading for other people and reading for things like, is the postman going to come in today? Uh, what can I do about my neighbors? Uh, what? And it's really really good. I'm actually feeling sorry that I probably won't be able to participate in the group further because they get together at 8am so I'm the walking cartomancer because I start going to work and I'm on zoom with my phone zoom. with an app reading cards <laughs> while going on foot by literally trying down to run not... Yeah, the
4: runway yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, going I mean I'm running, running gonna runway. I'm
3: gonna like uh, I, I mean I have something that you can definitely participate in today It's time for a thing on the internet god damn it uh <laughs> this <laughs> internet This week we're going to have a game show everyone
1: <laughs> Oh yeah buh, buh. Do I, uh, do I win? I don't know.
3: I hope this is. I hope this truly is royalty free. <laughs> 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 but essentially, uh, what we're gonna do uh, is play a game called Eat It or Leave It. Uh,
0: oh no! Oh! It's a,
3: it's a game inspired. Wow! This wow! This music is a lot. <laughs> um, this is a game inspired by uh, the Onion. Uh, if mm-hmm. you've not heard of the Onion before, um, for anyone where uh, are listening, you? <laughs> no, exactly. Where are you? Where uh, are you? But it's you? a but it's a uh, satirical media company founded in I I found in 1988. Uh So oh, it's wow. almost as old as me. I did not know it was it was that old.
0: Yeah. Wait. And a, uh, what, what? old, ancient,
3: <laughs> ancient, <laughs> <laughs> verily. Uh, so, so this is inspired by a subreddit called r slash ate the onion, which is a subreddit about people who believed uh, headlines of the Onion. Oh so uh, we're gonna have two rounds. Uh, the second one is about that component of believing a headline, but the first one is please find which one is a satirical article. Which one is a real one?
0: Oh, in this day and age, that's going to be hard.
3: I know. This is why we're playing Onion. Okay, I'll stop. Uh,
0: <laughs> truly, <laughs> so, truly, you, you so, would do a fabulous hosting.
3: <laughs> in uh, in the twin news, uh, do we find which of these headlines is true? World's most identical twins who share a boyfriend are planning to get pregnant at the same time or new study finds english <laughs> developed as secret language between two reclusive european twins
1: i'm gonna go with the first one
2: which one is i i think the twins which is, one is yeah which one, one is real the twins that want to get pregnant people are insane enough to yeah. do that
3: Vun, what's your final answer
0: i'm gonna go with the language
3: but it's incorrect. Unfortunately, it is the world's most identical twins are planning to get pregnant <laughs> at the same time.
0: I was just denying reality, really. <laughs> <laughs> clearly Denial. Clearly
3: Next up in <laughs> Germany
2: news. They well, we can't get pregnant at the exact same time. just... <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to highlight are that. You, are you okay? Unless Nick? there's some other kind of twin <laughs> so situation going, going on out that we don't know about. And even
3: if there's oh okay. like, no <laughs> lower your expectations. Uh, in Germany please. news, is Germany running out of beer bottles? Or did a fox steal over a hundred shoes
0: in Berlin?
1: Who knows? I'm gonna say a, a fox stole shoes in Berlin.
0: I'm gonna go with bottles.
1: What about you, news?
3: bottles too yeah marco is Bottle. right a fox somehow stole 100 shoes she must be fabulous <laughs> 100 oh. 100. Wow. 100 in F- spanking oh. news so that's fucking <laughs> yes <laughs> in, God. in spanking news <laughs> for
4: everyone
3: which one is true? Has <laughs> spanking declined in America, according to a study, but pediatricians are worried about the pandemic impact, or Christian Park, uh, Christian theme park features world's largest spanking machine?
1: Oh wait, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, I'm gonna go with the this is one. hard because it's about spanking.
1: You got it right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna go with the second one. There's gonna be a Christian theme park
0: i'm gonna go with the first one because come on come on
3: inish final answer
1: nope I was just contemplating
3: <laughs> i think so i i'm sorry okay. my internet inish. connection is really really poor <coughs> oh, no, at okay. the moment so i didn't even hear the question no sorry. worries even though it makes me very sad, I can reveal that the answer is number one, spanking has declined in America. But somehow pediatricians are worried about the pandemic. It's a very confusing headline.
0: It's I a very love, confusing.
3: I would love if the Christian park was an actual thing, but it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
1: to blame the like new i watching on um, I... HBO, which I think is Brave New World. What's it called? I don't it's dystopian... know. It's a dystopian... Show about where there's no monogamous people have to be happy and there's no privacy and they have basically there's a part in the world where people can go and see how savages um, can go and um, and um, what's it said? how you know seeing shotgun weddings and how people would like and then civilized uh, Society. So I just watched episode one last night and it was really, really intense. So I think it's called *The Brave New World*. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pop onto the HBO. And, brave
3: New World. That's an adaptation of a world. book. I love discussing this show with this really with, with this song in the background. It seems I very appropriate. <laughs> very. No, *Brave New World* is is a book about like yeah, a, it's a brave dystopian world. future. It's right? Definitely yeah. is. It's written by Aldous Huxley. Anyway, an exactly. in insane clown posse news. You tell what? me. Huh? Did they team up with Chris Hansen to catch a predator? Or are Juggalos now classified as a gang by an American judge?
1: Number one. I'm going to go number
3: two. I, me
2: too. Number
3: two, yeah. Vanessa is correct. They literally teamed up with Chris Hansen to catch a predator. What the number fuck number is one. this world? Am I right, everyone? You are correct. Yeah! You are correct. Finally, in very, very uplifting uplifting mental health news, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is UCLA offering depression screenings for all incoming students, or narcissists don't learn from their mistakes because they don't think they make any study shows? Oh, number
1: two. Number one. Exactly. I would
3: say A.
1: Both are correct, but number one.
3: Number two is a literal, actual fucking headline. Let me just read it again. Narcissists don't learn from their mistakes because they don't think they make any.
1: Because they're narcissists.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It looks like someone fucking wrote this.
1: So narcissist that when she does a mistake, she blanks it.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of blanks, what a perfect segue. It's time for our fill the blank round. I need you to fill the blank.
0: Or fake
3: stories that people actually fucking believed in for some reason.
1: Oh, no. Oh, my God.
3: Number one. Fill in the blank in this headline. 240 uh, 240 killed in stampede after a bucket full of blank dumped on stage. Is it Popeye's chicken sandwiches, Oscars, or gold bars?
0: I'm going to go with uh, the first one chicken sandwiches chicken sandwiches
1: what about you inez inez has left the chat she's triggered inez inez
3: has left us forever i'm gonna try to pretend everything's normal (laughs) Um, i pick number two (laughs) inez is correct it was the oscars the oscars let me uh let me read you the full headline so 240 killed in stampede after bucket full of oscars just dumped on stage the comment on twitter was i'm watching the oscars and that didn't happen you fake news websites will do anything for clicks
0: oh wow
3: an actual person with an actual
0: brain mike (laughs) dang it
3: Second headline, new environmentally friendly burial involves your dead dead body eaten by blank. PETA volunteers decomposing worms are wealthy German men. (laughs) Decomposing worms. I'm going to go with a wealthy German. You are correct. That's the full headline to which someone replied, this is awful. The radical left again ruined the beautiful ceremony. This time is the ceremony of a burial. <laughs> <laughs> An actual person—they somehow breathe. Oh wow!
1: As a Zen person, I don't, I don't believe in anything. But if I did, I would be losing my faith in humanity.
0: <laughs> well, no, if 2020 me. doesn't do it for you, oh, nothing exactly. will. <laughs>
3: Number three, our second to last headline, ornithologists attribute nine owls nocturnal lifestyle to blank. Is it to a hard cocaine habit, changes in earth's rotation, or an attraction to TV screens?
1: Attraction to TV screens.
0: Change in er the earth's rotation.
3: I'm so sorry, but it was truly hard cocaine habit. That's ah, the only reason it. why I picked this headline. It was really funny. Yet somehow a person replied, this is stupid. Where do they think owls get cocaine? They're nocturnal because that's when they hunt. Oh. Actual people, everyone. They exist. Isn't that amazing? Now it is. Final, now for our final question, everyone. Ah, Who ah, warns? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Who warns COVID-19 could mean end to blank through pool noodle? Is it peeing through pool noodle, blowing water through a pool noodle, or sending a <coughs> snot rocket through a pool noodle? Oh
1: my god. Pee. I'm gonna go with the second one, second one just because it made me laugh. I'm gonna go with pee.
3: <laughs> Vanessa is correct, making it probably the winner. I know I wasn't keeping score, but someone who believed this... Actually wrote, very sad that this is what they use their brilliant minds for. Emoji.
0: <laughs> oh man, I, I know that I know that 2020 is a rough year, but come on, that's funny. It's, it definitely yeah.
3: fucking is, and that's all everyone for this edition of Eat It or Leave It. <laughs> Yay! Thank.
0: I'm I have no fade
3: out for this song. <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> no it, it was perfect Abrupt. perfect perfect. Uh, I loved yeah, it
3: like, I, I got I got really inspired by people who
0: actually
3: believe these habits like how is it possible to believe that owls have a cocaine habit and take that seriously
0: <laughs> well there are flat earthers so I think that explains a lot of belief systems very yeah. true, very true. Um, if you're
3: listening uh, to this show and you would like more game shows please let me know
0: Please, I am I, I, I listen. I want more. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about going into what's going on in the world. Do you guys want to know or so.
4: Yeah, Okay. Let's
0: so, let's start with Portugal, our lovely country, Portugal. In uh in a segment that I'm going to call everyday racism. This past weekend, <laughs> a group of neo-Nazis made a masked, silent, organized gathering in front of an anti-racism association here in Lisbon. They had tiki sticks, you know, because that's what neo-Nazis do. They go to a bricolage, brick store and buy these things, much like the Charlotte, Ch- Charlottesville event three years ago in, the, in America, but with, within Portuguese dimensions, you know, I like mean, 15 hear- people.
3: I hear it's an actual motto. You can't be a true racist if you don't own, uh, own at least one ticket torch. Yeah. One, yeah,
0: one ticket torch, and you know, like 15 people standing outside the the, the that association. The police was the police was onto them, but did not deter them. They didn't they didn't do anything really. They was just observing. Were Later that the day, people th- mm-hmm. were
1: they the same people who uh, publicly issued death threats. No, no, different, different,
0: different, no. Oh, I thought it was the same people, actually. Essentially, essentially, there is a concerted action right now. It's August. We know it's, uh, many politicians go into vacations. And this is exactly what happened in 2015, 2016 in America. So, essentially, later that day, we got to know, we, the public, through the media, uh, we got to know that some female politicians and males as well, but essentially the female politicians were the most talked about. Uh, they got, they were handed threats by a neo-Nazi organization, which I'm not going to pronounce their name here.
2: No.
0: But essentially, they they did what they did with uh, the uh, uh, squad in America and with uh, Alexandra.
2: Forty-eight hours to react or to like go back where you came to from leave to the country. Like yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's provocatory. And, you know, our government, and it's our, illegal. not only is it illegal, not only is it illegal, our politicians should gather and stand very, very firm and assertively towards this, because this is going the same way that, the, you know, USA did. So, in that regard, uh, I believe it's time for us, the Portuguese people, to press back, saying no to hate, no to racism, and no to fascism. Uh, because these tiny actions derode, they erode democracies, and if we learn anything from 2016 and what is happening right now in America, we should, I don't know, we're sitting at home in our comfortable. Places we should type in I know uh, I know I want to say hey deputies Move your asses say something do something do not rely only on the, pol- the police to do anything because right now Those every organization is being You know, I don't want to sound uh, Alarmist or anything, but we should really be aware of this and moving on to the USA
1: I do have a card reading on that because I asked. You do? To, yes, I was. Gonna, I oh, asked, please! What is going to happen to these people who are doing these things in Portugal? Mm-hmm. And you the neo Nazis? You know, like yes. So got the fool, mm-hmm. the star, and strength. So um, I think people are st- are going to still ignore the actions of these groups, and they're going to grow up in strength.
0: Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, the that, that's the end goal. Be- that's the end goal. This is why it's, yeah, I don't know if they're going to succeed full heartedly. Um, it actually depends on the systems in if our politicians do anything about it, because just going on TV saying, Oh, there's an inquiry about this, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to hold them accountable for their actions. And that's the issue. The lack of accountability is the problem yeah thank you for the reading i
1: i i I blame moms on the internet and dad
0: oh no yeah Mm, 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 mm. speaking of moms let's go to the usa um you know plenty of events however the one standing out this week And these past weeks is a blatant authoritarian act by Donald to remove uh, drop boxes and sorting machines ahead of the presidential elections. And mind you this, this is important. We only got to know this. We only got to know that this was happening because a woman, Kimberly Carroll, who is president of the Iowa Postal Workers Union, spoke on Twitter about it. There was no official Uh, information nothing Mm
3: -hmm. and also no one like no one confirmed it at all mm -hmm. until Trump decided to literally say yeah I'm doing that
0: exactly (laughs) exactly no I'm glad that he's he's a self-proclaimed narcissist and took yeah you know uh, after the, the political pressure and public pr- pressure, the U.S. Postal Office postponed the removal of these drop boxes until after the election, uh, following backlash over their abrupt disappearance in Montana. So it all, this this pushback, this uh, people pushing back started in Montana and thankfully so, because guess what? This was a silent national white plan.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We 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 all this is a a very sustained example of we either do nothing or we do a little something. This teaches us all to press back uh, for what sustains Mm -hmm. basic services. And, and, you know, this this is a very fine example.
3: I just want to interject and uh, say something that um, Mm -hmm. this is not me saying like Joe Biden is the best candidate Uh, we we could have had. I'm also not saying he's the worst, but in April, he literally said, watch Donald Trump do something to delay or like make any sort of moves to not be put out of office because mm-hmm. he knows that he's in danger. And what do you know? We're, that like, we're like mid-August right now. The election is in November. And this is this is happening now because most of the. I think deadlines uh, are being enacted now for early voting for early yes. mail-in voting so mm-hmm. that's why this is happening now there is absolutely no reason why the post office should have any of these things recalled like like there's no reason We in the middle of a pandemic people yeah. um, people are like people with like pre-existing conditions cannot get their medicine it is currently being mailed
4: to them
0: yeah and 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 and, you know that that's just awful horrible and people need to understand that that these little actions and remember when we were were in and in in school and said oh man if i were alive in that era i would do this and that how could people not do anything while this is it this is the time and, and anything that happens in the USA, unfortunately, still has very worldwide consequences in, in politics and our life. So we should be aware of it. And lastly, in Europe, man, oh, man, <laughs> what a week. Yeah. So essentially, Erdogan from Turkey, he sent out warships to tease out a forceful reaction from Greece you know, hi, neighbor, what you doing? Want to send out a missile? Nah. Gladly, Greece did not engage. Uh, NATO would be a a chaos with this new development here. Because essentially, what happens is by being in NATO, if or OTAN, if uh, a country decides to throw missiles at another, all the other countries are forced or pressure to ally against that country. So essentially, what Turkey is trying to do here is trying to get to trying for Greece to to start a war or start something and then get all the other members against Greece. So this is something to look out for. And Belarus, Russia, and although this is, you know, not entirely European, uh, directly impactful, but the people have been protesting and violent acts uh, again by militarized police have spurred outrage they're torturing people pacific people and why are they protesting because again elections so this all ties up together with the same person they most most people voted for uh, a woman whose name i cannot pronounce i'm i'm sorry but it's something along the lines and i'm going to bot- chop this name, Tekanovaskaya. and she's currently exiled, not exiled, but she went to Macedonia so that she wouldn't, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, be killed. Uh, people want L- Lukashenko out and he is one to obey Putin and rely on his network. So essentially, Lukashenko, this past few days, he reached out to Putin and Putin is now um, I don't want to do, I don't want to have to do anything there, but, oh, maybe I will, you know. Mm -hmm. Bear in mind that Belarusia is above Ukraine and it's a direct pathway towards Poland. So the Russian influence and pressure is real and Europe is, you know, not very active, not very proactive, if you will. And this concludes the reality show. Sorry, but it's important.
3: Oh, oh, oh beautiful fucking segue. Oh thank you. Reality shows. I don't I wanna talk about them. Though we wish it, like we should call that segment the reality show.
0: <laughs> Great. I I'm onto it's it. It's a
3: good name. It's
0: a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Um
3: I did want to talk about reality shows because my friends I I watched the entirety of Labour of Love. If you remember one of our very early oh. episodes, I talked about this show where this woman was like I I need Bebe, So you make Bebe with me. Uh, that's <laughs> oh, essentially gosh. the premise of the show. So it was this uh, like I say I say older woman because most of these dating shows are like I'm 19 or like some stupid shit.
0: Oh yeah. But
3: but, but she was like I guess 30 something like maybe 35, like I don't know. 30 something. Mm. Um, there was a bunch of men ranging from like 30 like, let's say maybe three to 40 something. Um, and basically I watched the entirety of the show. It it continued to be just as stupid, oh. um, sometimes more so, but basically in the end she picked the one guy that we all kind of knew wasn't maybe like the best choice ever, Huh? possibly because the other choice was not a white guy and she had a kind of a wish wishy-washy reaction when he asked like have you ever thought about the fact that we're going to raise an an interracial child and like she was like oh i don't really think about it i don't see color
0: oh no (laughs) doesn't really speak
3: yeah apparently she does uh, and like the other guy was like gentleman and all serious and stuff, and but she picked whatever guy was the whitest and youngest, I guess. Um, so why do now. I watch these shows? Is my question because I didn't used to watch as many reality shows, and I definitely <laughs> do now. Uh, and I think there's something to be said about that for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, she—I I guess she was confronted with her lack of thought, in the fact that she might be a bit racist.
3: So see, like, there was no real confrontation. Just mostly, like, you sort of got that if you
4: mm-hmm.
3: understood what that conversation was about. But I think the demographic of that show was just like, oh, she just she doesn't see color, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but by the way, the, she totally broke up with the guy she picked in the end. Of they, they like broke Come up on. and Come apparently, on. like, she's just pursuing motherhood on her own.
0: I well guess. done. Well done. Which is good for you know,
3: her. But, like. The fucked up thing for me is that the show could have done that and said, like, well, nothing feels super right here. I'm just going to do this on my own, which would have been a great message. But it had to wrap it, like, in the same way that all these shows wrap it with the whole, like, fucking white, white horse carriage kind of yeah. thing. Um, oh, fuck
0: the white carriage. I, and,
1: I am yeah. doing a double reading because I asked the cards, why doesn't a father watch these shows? <laughs> and I got devil. <laughs> what does that mean? Emperor and the Pope. So basically, why I think you watch these shows, you watched mm. it out a perverse um, inkling to sit down and pass on judgment on other people.
2: Isn't that why everybody watches reality? Yeah, it is. is. There any other motivation? <laughs>
1: I don't so, know. This you is don't my... know, you liar.
3: <laughs> so my. I watch, own... it because
1: I watch it because I don't have to think when I'm watching
3: this. That's the thing. So that's my own theory. So oftentimes when I'm watching these shows, I'm also playing a game
1: really? that I
3: can play very kind of like idly and not investing. Because it's not a very brainy game, I'd say. It's just like shoot thing, basically. <laughs> so, so I can just like play that. And and watch something on the side. Because usually I would typically gravitate towards watching a show, but when it's a good show, I kind of want to pay my full attention to it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. but if I want to be doing something else, say, like sometimes I'm like, I don't know, like doing my nails or organizing Mm -hmm. something, and I want to have something in the background, something stupid. I will say though, I watched a a dating show this week that I actively recommend. It's on Netflix and it's called. Dating Around? No, it's called Love on the Spectrum. Oh, oh yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I yes. haven't heard yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, I did, see, I did about, see one, no, no. Go ahead. Just
1: no. About, no, no. Go ahead. Describe yours and then I'll, and, you, okay. show us that yours, and I'll show us mine.
3: <laughs> yes, uh, so it's a so it's a show about uh, people that are on the autistic uh, spectrum, and if you don't know, someone who's autistic doesn't necessarily mean the like classic. Mm-hmm. I don't know autistic like portrayal that you see in movies that like, no it's they not get like get rain scared now. by a lot of no exactly yeah. it's, not, it's not like rain it's now. not that so I know someone who, who like is on the spectrum but is a like but essentially you wouldn't know um, essentially like like it's very hard to tell with some people because like they even address this on the show like mm-hmm. how would you say that someone is 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 disabled because not all disabilities are visible. Yeah. Uh, so you can't really make that make that judgment right away, but it, it's mm-hmm. very interesting to. First of all, like the show has a, t- a ton of just like feel good moments that you mm. like. It's a very, like it left me like with a very positive like warm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it, I think, humanized a lot of those people. Like maybe they're not very humanized in their daily lives, mm-hmm. but I think it was kind of done with at least for me as an outsider, it seemed like it was done with at least a little bit of care mm-hmm. that they gave a shit, like it didn't feel super exploitative. Like at one point, one of the people who's on the show is like, um, uh, oh, this like feels very much like The Bachelor, like this part, uh, <laughs> where's my script? And then they turn to the guy who's behind the camera asking the questions like, who forgot to email her <laughs> like the script and stuff? And that's the beautiful thing about um, uh-huh. who are on the spectrum. They do not have a filter. So you cannot produce them too much for a reality show because it's just not possible. They're just going to say
1: exactly what they feel. uh,
0: It is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. I've been watching, and I haven't finished yet, uh, also on Netflix, something called Indian Matchmaking. (laughs) I've watched that too. (laughs) And I love it. I love it because, you know,
3: as It's horrible, and I love it. I don't think it's horrible.
0: It's horrible and I love it. it's horrible. and I love it.
2: Every goddamn reality show I've ever watched and enjoyed.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I think that for us Westerners, that we see um, the culture of arranged marriages and we'd be like, oh, this is awful. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, I found that interesting too. However, in, in the context of Indian culture... They're not forcing anyone to get married with if some, with someone they don't know, they do not know. No, Van. If you watch the show, you you can tell because they they will go on. You will have like five or six people who want to get married, and uh, you go through the process of selection the partner. It's kind
3: of <laughs> like like
1: remember those like really shitty
3: like eighty slash nineties dating services where you would make a video. It is kind <laughs> of that. But essentially applied to Indian culture, so so you will see things on the profiles like how tall they are, what's their origin, like what's their caste and everything. Like some people wouldn't date people who aren't in Indian their caste, like Uh, India, if that makes sense. Because someone was from Mm -hmm. like I think Yano or something, Uh, and like most like most people would not date her based on that. So yes, there is. is
1: she is a beautiful, oh, gorgeous oh, she, she woman. Was
3: gorgeous she though, was
1: like, for sure. man, a and
3: stunner.
1: but I, yeah. but what we get? Was from that, that a straight that... fart? <laughs> what?
3: Was that a straight fart? That's what I think. Vanessa, <laughs> asked. did we're she, like, you, we're you like accidentally losing like a don't little walk, straight? Don't walk towards <laughs> the light. Don't I'm walk just... towards the light. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs>
2: I didn't ah. walk towards the glitter. Leave the light alone. <laughs> Leave the straight we, light alone.
3: i <laughs> no, towards <laughs> the glitter!
1: <laughs> oh okay, Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Ign- oh, I think, ig- ignore us. The, what I think interesting about this show is that this, this show is obviously about people with enormous amount of money. You can see by the bags they carry. Oh. And the weddings they hold so these are all people in in, in india and in, a, in a position of, of economical independence and, and privilege but it, it's not like they're forced to marry someone they don't want to it's they reach a point in their lives that they want to get married except for one 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 person who definitely his mother wants him to get married basically <laughs> and it's, it's very interesting i really enjoyed it, it and it and it got got me into an um i didn't say respect because i didn't disrespect arranged marriages Mm -hmm. my my father's first marriage was arranged he didn't get a say in to who he was married with but you know doing with the girl they go on a date and they either if you don't hate each other or they don't
3: you're good to marry (laughs) it's like it's like a very slow version of tinder but that also (laughs) demands that you just Eat a little bit more because you're too thin, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know demands that you take a coat because it's cold outside. But that's that's what that's what that matchmaking thing is. You just have this like auntie that arranges people oh. for you. Yeah. Get you a couple of profiles, and then you choose someone, and then you go on a date. For so a, lot a very of money, slow tender.
1: For a oh, lot of yeah.
3: money. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I bet she makes a bundle. Oh, she and there's these segments where they just go to a reader, like like a face reader, and he yeah. reads people's faces and he determines their destiny based on their face.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> well, that <laughs> it seems to be on point because either it yes. was scripted, but if it wasn't scripted, he was really on point with. He didn't get um, he didn't get one of them right because um, one of them he didn't get right, but the other one he read her fulfilled. You know, well, he, she's my favorite. She's like, oh, people like to relax. Oh, I hate the beach. Oh, people want to have fun. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> she's my, oh, she's oh, my oh, favorite. She's my yeah, because I I can't wait with who she's going to be ending up with. Mm. All right.
0: Well, and on that
1: what? note. Folks, um, if you are wealthy enough, get a matchmaker instead of losing your time on Tinder.
0: <laughs> well, matchmaking services sometimes do work. Yeah. So until next episode. Yeah. Remember, wear a mask, practice your physical distancing, wash your hands and be kind yeah be kind you
1: guys and raise your voices when you see something fucked up happen <laughs> don't yeah. stay silent
3: see something eh. say something
1: yeah, yeah. No. Bye. bye
0: bye my hair a flamingo thank you for listening to Confertal. conversations and easy banter please like rate and follow our podcast in whichever platform you're currently listening on Make sure to follow us at Comfortel on Instagram and Comfortale Pod on Twitter, where you can ask us questions and get the latest updates on our show.